when I worked at Dan and Chelsea's store in Lincoln, they had this thing that was like that, like that build a bear thing that corporate tried oh, yeah. to do. I remember that it was in, inside of the store called animal creation yeah. station. Yep. And somebody called and they said, yes, I have a animal and I would like to bring them to you. It, it uh, passed away last night. <laughs> and, and I was like, well, we don't stuff animals here. And they were like, Oh, aren't you animal uh, cremation station? No, animal <laughs> creation station. Oh, yeah, it's like build a bear. It's like we, we we can't stuff your cat. <laughs> This is Alex Sturgeon, by the way, with uh, the Hobbytown Hobbyplex, and with me as always, Will Brinton, and we are the Hobbyplex Show podcast coming to you uh, right now live on YouTube, the uncut raw version, and then this gets edited up and makes it sound really cool, and maybe some funny stuff added in, and uh, comes out on Fridays on your favorite podcasting apps. Whee. And this show is brought to you uh, by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. If you get a hold of Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad and uh, mention our show, you can get a $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. And Will, you'll be happy to know, maybe, I don't know, that uh, we're signing the dotted lines to uh, to do a refinance through Pivot Lending. Crossing the T's and dotting the lowercase J's, huh? Yep, we, uh, we, we uh, e-signatured a whole, like, 40 pages of paperwork today. Oh, neat. Yeah. So, so what does a refinance do? It just like well, gives you like it's a loan against like what you've owed. Like no, I don't know how it even uh, works. So basically, the um the refinance is uh paying off your your current mortgage that you have, and then basically you get a new mortgage with a lower interest rate. Hopefully, otherwise it's not worth it. No. Did you get money? Do you get money back from that? You can. Yeah. The whole idea is to save money in the long run. So our old interest rate was like 4% and now mm-hmm. it's way lower than that. So we, we actually are saving quite a bit. Did you go for the 0.125 off your uh, interest rate? I did. And to be honest with you, I'm not even sure if we got either or I, I know we got one mm. or two, but I can't remember. I mentioned it. She's like, Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden, like some of the stuff that I had to pay for, I didn't have to pay for. So I assume I took the $500 lender credit. Oh, I don't know if that was a smart thing to do. I just, we were just working up the numbers and it ended up being this way. And that's, that's what Gretchen and I agreed on. So what did I want to talk about this week? Oh, what do you want to talk about this week? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, let's talk about the pro tech race first. Okay. All right. So the pro tech race uh, the uh, pro tech spring off-road champs is the new uh, pro the new title sponsor to our sp- annual spring race. I checked Sunday I didn't have much time to check Sunday, but I did check Sunday. I think after we closed just to look and see where we're at, I think we're at like 240 online entries right now. And kind of like I said in the past, um, our spring race generally doesn't sell out with online entries. So I don't really worry about the pay stuff like I was Mm -hmm. uh, with the J concepts race. Yeah. Where we sold out in like two weeks. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it, it's kind of, if you look on the entry list, it's kind of all the same people that would show up for a summer series race. Right. Except they're all there basically at the same time. At least you hope so. 
Yeah, it'll, it'll be good. It's like the, the big uh, summer series kickoff yeah. warm-up, but you get some trophies. Yep. And speaking of that, um, I got to get those things, um, start talking about getting them ordered and designed and uh, get that going. I need to get our summer series flyer done. And then I want to talk about what I kind of, I kind of, I didn't talk about it last week, right? Well, I kind of hinted at it, what I was thinking of, but I was thinking of like a, another, another weekend sort of shindig, but nothing but trucks. Yeah. I think it's, we're going to have to do it on Saturdays on a Saturday. Yeah. I, the Sunday, when I, as soon as I mentioned Sunday, I could feel the, I don't know, just like. The tension. Yeah. The tension start to rise up through the Facebook message screens and stuff of like, ah, Sundays. No, no way. And I mean, I, you know, I was, I've always wanted to do something really laid back and simple on Sunday. So I wouldn't have to be there all day. Yeah. But I can also see why you wouldn't, a lot of these guys wouldn't want to have it on Sundays. If you're traveling from out of town, you wouldn't want to come on a Sunday. Cause then you got to work Monday. Most, unless, unless you're me and you work every single weekend. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have been able to make Sundays consistently or whatever. Yeah. But if more people could have whatever for the greater good. Yeah. So basically the dates that I tried to find are kind of in between our summer series races. But I also took a look at like Kansas City summer series because if we want to get any gas truck guys, we can't plop down on top of their dates. Right. So I'm thinking about having it just be. June, July, and August. Mm-hmm. Just a three, one Saturday a month in between the summer series, halfway between, you know, each summer series race. Because I looked at all, I looked at regionals because we were, we got invited to host the Aurora regionals. And um, I was going to put them October 1st and 2nd, but that, that, that weekend's Fast Lane's last summer series race. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have them, I think, the weekend of the 26th of September instead. So it's two weeks after the end of our summer series and one week before the end of, like, Fastlane summer series. So if we want to get some KC guys to join, I think that's the smartest play. Yeah, no, I, think, I think so. And then that means that the syndicate can start in October again. Yeah. And run, and run through January. I hope that we get um, at least, like, half of the gas truck guys from... Kansas city to come up because I, I hear, I've heard this number thrown around. They have like 20 guys. Yeah. They're racing gas truck down there, but you know how, you know how it is though. Yeah, I know I, people That's say I mean. there's 20 and then like four people show up. Well, I mean, I, I think that there's at least 20 people that have trucks, you know, yeah. like uh, that's why I said, I'd hope for half of them to come yeah. up, you know, that would be awesome. I'm not an A-sayer in any way. I've just, I've been doing this long enough to know, no, it's just a realistic thing. Like, like e-truggy, for instance. Every yeah. single year. It's, it's oh my God, we got so many guys lined up for e-truggy at the Techno Series. And the one year I was like, oh, okay, go ahead, go for it. Let's see what happens. And like two people showed up with e-truggies. Yeah. I don't know. That thing's just got to be a wear machine. <laughs> like all that power and just every, like just going to the drivetrain, the big tires, like every pin and every, everything that drivetrain has got to wear out like instantly. Yeah. So those of you that are on YouTube right now, just, uh, just know that, um, we try to get to the questions at the end. There's not a lot going on this week, so we should be able to get to some questions here the last half hour, 
But if you want to answer right away, you're more than welcome to drop a super chat. Then we'll interrupt everything and, and answer your question. But until then, um, we'll take, we'll go back and look through all these questions um, right at the end. I have a brand new segment that I would like to partake in. We won't do this every single week, but we were so busy today because everybody's spending their government money. Mm-hmm. Right. And so yeah. I have a list of things I heard this week. You heard. It's pretty funny. No, I'd like to hear it. All right. All right. If it's funny. It's funny. If it's not, I'm going to be very disappointed. (laughs) All right. Uh, So the first, one of the first things that I heard this week that I had to write down, because I just started writing them down because I was hearing so much stuff over, a lot of this is overheard. A lot of this was said to me. A lot of this was on the phone, whatever. Uh, I heard somebody call the bandit, the Traxxas bandit, the Traxmax bandito. I've heard Bandito before. And I've heard Traxmax before, so it makes sense to put them together. But that yeah, that was one of the first ones I'm like, huh, that's pretty funny. It's like the ultimate Bandito. the ultimate missender yeah. misreading. Um <laughs> we got a phone call for uh do we carry jailbroke phones? <laughs> so when I when I worked at Dan and Chelsea's store in Lincoln, they had this thing that was like that like that build a bear thing that corporate tried oh, yeah. to do. I remember that. It was in inside of the store called Animal Creation yeah. Station. Yep. And somebody called and they said, "Yes, I have an animal, and I would like to bring them to you." It, it uh, passed away last night, <laughs> and, and I was like, "Well, we don't stuff animals here," and they were like. Oh, aren't you Animal uh, Cremation Station? No, Animal <laughs> Creation Station. Oh, yeah, it's like Build-A-Bear. It's like, we, we, we can't stuff your cat. <laughs> who, who would actually in the right mind, though, think uh, Hobby Town Animal Cremation? Well, like, I who think puts those it, two I, things together, man? Yeah, I think that it had its own phone number and phone line. Oh, and its own ad. I could see that because people think that we're a radio was, shack too. Yeah, right. But that, but it's still funny as heck. It's totally like, funny. So, the, like, uh, like the, I was like, I couldn't breathe for like five minutes. The Radio Shack thing is is crazy because because sometimes people will come in and be like, "Uh, is there a Radio Shack here?" And we show them the Radio Shack aisle, and they they're like, "Oh," and they're usually really happy, but then they want to ask me something about something that I'm clearly unaware of when it comes to wiring up switches or using resistors or stuff like that. You're like, just, I'm, I'm building this ham radio set. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, man. And they're like, well, don't they train you in Radio Shack? And I'm like, no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, man. <laughs> you're I'm, like, I'm you're sorry. like, no, man. No, man. <laughs> You're like off in space. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got, I got one of these this, to, uh, this weekend on Sunday, actually. Uh, a guy bought a nitro car. Couldn't get it fired up. I tried to explain it to him over the phone. And he goes, I'm a mechanic, man. I don't need your help with nitro. Hmm. And I was like, oh, well. Why are you calling me that? <laughs> in my head, I'm like, well, you're calling me right now asking for help. 
Well, you're like, oh, okay, I guess I have the wrong number, and yeah. then hang up on him. <laughs> my my favorite is the guy that's like, I'm an AFC certified mechanic. <laughs> AFC, <laughs> like they say it wrong. It's an AFC, AFC. <laughs> anyway, that's that's this. That was one of the ones that that I hear uh, often, though. Is 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 unfortunately people who are really good at real cars sometimes find it hard to get a nitro car running or like, like I was trying to explain how to heat the engine up and they're like, well, man, I got it inside my house. And I'm like, yeah, your mm-hmm. house is 70 degrees. It's still not warm enough. Not hot. Yeah. It needs to be like a hundred. Yeah. And 20. Yeah. Nah, 200. Nah, 200. Yeah. 200, 150, 150 to 200 to get a, to get it fired up for the first time, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that was a good one. Um, Jackson Anderson apparently pronounces Orion uh, Orion. Dude, I got, there's a guy that kept saying that the other day. It's funny. At the track? Yeah. Um, Orion. Orion. Might've been, yeah, it might've been Jackson. I got, I got a phone call and it, they were asking for upper, they go, okay, this is how it went. Yeah. Do you guys have upper and lower control arms? And I'm like, for what? For an RC car. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to flush out which RC car they had. And then the, the funny thing was, it wasn't even any, it was a Kratos. What's that? I don't know. Is that the Crowley thing? The Crowley like arm knockoff? Is it the Kratos? I didn't even know there was. I didn't even know there was either. And so I was like, I was like, are you sure it's not Creighton? And he was like, no, pretty sure. Yeah, it's Kratos. I'm like, I have no idea then. I'm sorry. And I think they came in and actually bought Creighton arms. So I'm pretty sure it was a Creighton. Mm. Uh, so then this is another thing. So I was sitting there uh, at the computer and I was actually looking up a part for somebody. You know, we only have two computers. So you got one computer and you're trying to bring up as many people as you can. But sometimes you need the computer to look up parts for somebody. And I'm sitting there trying to look up a part. And this guy uh, comes up and he, he, uh, he, throws down, he throws down a pack of, of cookies. And he, and he goes, he goes, <clears throat> cookies. Cause he wanted to buy cookies, but he apparently couldn't yeah. verbalize that he wanted to buy cookies. So it was <clears throat> cookies. <laughs> Did you, you were like, all right, that'll be two ninety nine. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. A uh, dollar 50, sir. <laughs> and then, um, did I have anything? Oh yeah. He hands you like a dollar fifty bill. Yeah. Like it's so stupid. Uh, and then finally, the one that the whole reason why I started this list this week was because I heard, I heard a new version of Typhoon. Mm. So again, it's it's Typhoon, not Typhoon. There's only one O, uh, and there's not a little line on top of the O. So it's Typhoon, not Typhoon. But I heard uh, somebody call a typhoon, or Jesus, a typhoon, an aroma typhoon. Huh. Instead of arma. I, it was, arma's now aroma. There's a, there's, they took away the R and they added an O. Neat. Yeah, aroma. I still call it a typhoon, though. Like, at a, at a, or wait, no, a typhoon. A typhoon. I still call it a typhoon. Yeah, you and everybody See, ty- else. Ty- typhoon sounds wrong. Typhoon sounds common. I know what a typhoon is. I don't know what a typhoon is. 
I still call it a typhoon. A typhoon is really funny. a really cool looking uh, Chevy Blazer from the early nineties. Hmm. Yeah, it's also it's also like a hurricane, except not in America. They don't call hurricanes typhoons. They call them typhoons in like the Pacific. Oh, right. That's the only difference. Yeah, a typhoon, oh. a typhoon, and a and a. And a hurricane are the exact same thing, except that a... I thought a typhoon was smaller than a hurricane. No, I don't think so. I I don't know. I'm not a... Yeah, it's all about where they're... It's all about where they're located. I'm not a geologist, so I don't know. Geologist? <laughs> <laughs> Randy. <laughs> oh, meteorologist. Meteorologist. <laughs> Oh, I should have been a meteorologist. I think yeah. I could be wrong 50% of the time and still keep my job. It'd be great. Yeah. Everybody would hate you. Yeah. Everybody would hate me. Get death <laughs> you guys supposed to rain this weekend. Get, I'm going to make it rain. Get death threats. <laughs> Sorry. Get death threats all of a sudden. Speaking of that. So, I, you know, I'm Monday's off, right? And I don't know what it is about Mondays, but why, why does it always rain? whenever I have days off that I'm, that I expect to like, uh, it's finally nice out. I want to go ride my bike or I want to do something outside. And then it rains all day on Monday and Tuesday. I don't know. I wanted to work on my scooter last night, but or yesterday, but I got stuck uh, painting a bedroom. So it's like dark out and I go out in the garage and rejet that thing again and start running it while it's dark out. Mm. And like the neighbors, like I can see the, see the lights come on and people looking outside their windows and stuff. Cause that thing's so loud. I think the, I think the neighbors on the corner are going to call the police on me sometime this summer. I'm oh. just, uh, just, just waiting for it. I can't wait. Nice. I, uh, I purged a, a bad part of my life last night. Actually, after I got home from work, I got on my bike and I rode around standing Bear Lake and I actually, I actually made it this time without any trauma. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. You yeah. got to get back up on that horse. Yeah. So October last year, uh, it was towards the end of the season. The, I think the trails were wet. So I'm like, you know what? It's nice out. I'm going to go ride my bike around Standing Bear Lake. And I went to, uh, I went to announce my presence on your left. And then, uh, these, these three ladies, one of them looked behind her, screamed and jumped left right into my path with a baby stroller. And I, I didn't want to run over a baby. So I, I bailed off the trail and I ended up in a, in a ditch and I went over the bars and hurt myself really bad. So, you know, I was actually having a conversation with myself as I was getting ready to go. I'm like, should I put on a helmet? Yeah. I'm like, I'm just riding around standing bear on paved trails, which is what I said last time. And that's when that happened. So did you wear a helmet? I did not. Yeah, I, I don't. I if I it's weird because like I'm like yeah I I've been riding bikes without a helmet on the street since I was like four years old. Why? Who cares? If Nebraska didn't have a helmet law, I wouldn't wear a helmet on my scooter. Dude, I know a lot of uh uh um uh riders that that are that are like that. It's just so they can identify the body. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so yeah, so that was fun. Got that done, and then it rained. So at least I got in one ride. I'm going to get hate mail for saying that probably. What? Oh, well, the helmet thing, the helmet thing. No, I bet you a lot of people agree with you. 
Yeah, maybe. There's, there's, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, why do you think writers bypass Nebraska when they go to Sturgis? Mm-hmm. Uh, Too same, cool. Same reason. Don't look stupid with a helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> the winner is. Hey, do you want to talk about uh, the racing this weekend then? Since we're, uh, we're making good time here. Yeah, that's fine. Let me get into live RC here. And we'll talk about racing this weekend. So uh, I just want to mention again, uh, we'll talk about Friday night. I, th- I think we skipped Friday night last week. Yeah, we week. have been. Um, but Friday was pretty good. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, a record breaker like it was a couple of weeks ago with almost 50 plex spec entries. But holy crap, there was, there was still... Actually, we had another really good weekend now that I think about it. So we had... We had 49 entries on Family Friday Off-Road. We had 80 entries Saturday Speed Off-Road. And then we had 67 entries for the Hobbyplex Dirt Oval Finals. So, again, I mean, we're just rolling right along, um, you know, having good race days, which is, which is what it's all about. There was three heats of Plex spec. And I want to look at how many Plexers there were. Where are we at? Because Plex spec to me on Friday nights is all that really matters. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I'm glad the other guys are there too, but as long as we have two or three heats of Plex, I'm super happy no matter what happens. There was 34 Plexers. So still, I mean, that's a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, all things considered. So the Plex spec A main, kind of the same, uh, it's kind of some familiar names. How about Josiah Roby coming out of the woodwork again? He he just kind of hangs around and races every once in a while, and he took the win in Plex spec. Yeah. Uh, just nice. a couple seconds in front of Steve Wall. Josh McMullen was third. Trey Wysocki was fourth. Paul Yoder was fifth. Torian Winston, speaking of coming out of the woodwork, uh, hasn't raced in forever, uh, finished sixth. Eli Webb, well, the Webb brothers were uh, seventh and eighth. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then there was a buggy class between uh, Jackson Anderson, Ashley McCormick, and Tommy Smith. That's how they finished. Jackson took the win. Ashley was second. Tommy was third. Looks like Tommy broke out. Mm. And then there was a stock buggy class and there was tons of them. I mean, it, I, it feels like there was more than six because I was there watching. Uh, Trey Wysocki took the win by a lot. Uh, Cody uh, Kupke was second. Dan Johnson was third. Nick Corbin was fourth. Sheldon Portnell was fifth. And Nick Chestnut, our guy Nick Chestnut, was sixth. I wonder if he's related to Noah Chestnut. There is this guy that used to race in Lincoln. His name was Noah. Really? I'll have to ask yeah. him. Yeah. Or he could be on here. I is it, yeah. I just, that, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I, uh, I got a chance to qualify and then, or did I qualify or did I just, yeah, I qualified. I missed the first round of qualifying, uh, TQ'd the second round in e-buggy and then, uh, got a TQ and a win with my e-buggy and, uh, Easton McCormick uh, finished second. Uh, Tommy was third. Uh, Jackson Anderson fourth. Steve Wall was fifth. And Trey Wysocki was fifth. This was kind of a mixed bag class, though. I think it was just me, Easton, and Trey Wysocki. Oh, and Steve Wall. Steve Wall also had an eight scale. I think Tommy and Jackson were both running different cars. I think Tommy was going to run his four-wheel drive, and Jackson was going to run something else. So Nick just said, sadly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking down. I don't even know who that is. Oh, man. That's funny. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only laughing because you're laughing because I have no idea where we're laughing at. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, no, 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 yes, no. Ah. <laughs> uh. All right, let's move on to Saturdays. I'm going to talk about e-buggy, but I'll talk about it with the Saturday racing. So Saturday speed, this was our final uh, triple scoop of the winter. I think we can finally kind of close the door on winter racing now, right? Because it's spring officially as of Saturday. And then the next time that we race 10th scale won't be until April. It'll be April 10th. Yeah. We got two weeks off. So 80 entries and uh, we had uh, a couple lower mains, independent buggy and 13.5 wheeler. Everybody else was kind of, I'd stuffed everybody in a mains. Plex spec was a lot of fun. Got a, got a video of it up on, uh, on YouTube. And uh, how about the Webb brothers? Um, they finished seventh and eighth on, or eighth and 10th or whatever it was on Friday. But here on Saturday, um, they, uh, they got first and second Eli TQ'd, but Cole uh, really had a good drive. And, uh, um, he won it. He qualified third, finished first. Eli was second. Dalton Conrad was third. This was a really good race. And Andrew Thomas too, with the super bandit mm-hmm. soon to be a four wheel drive. I think a B 74 is what they bought from the Plex. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, these four had a really close race. Jake Conrad was also in it. And then, uh, Eli getting better and better. Eli Vanderbeek doing nine laps, man. Kids like yeah. four years old. He's a spitting image. Of his dad. It's crazy. He's like a super mini me. Yeah, he looks exactly like Mac. He does. Uh, Riker Haley was seventh. Henry Hollabo is his first time racing there. He got eighth. Angie Vanderbeek was ninth. Sawyer Haley was tenth. And Sidney Johnson was eleventh. So we put all 11 cars. So if you add, we had 34 and 11. So still had almost 50 Plex spec entries. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, we had stock buggy. So I put the expert stock buggies first, just cause of corner marshaling situation. Um, Jackson Anderson, uh, qualified third, had a weird day qualifying, but, and excuse me, ended up taking the win. Um, Dustin Hosek got the TQ finished second. Uh, Nick Pavlo was third. Rob Connor, uh, was fourth. Jerry Doherty was fifth. Jason Haley was sixth, and Jonathan Kinzer qualified second and he broke out. I, th- I think his wheel, I think he broke his wheel off. So Jackson, uh, continuing to, uh, dominate these main events in stadium truck, Mac Vanderbeek and Wade Garing both kind of locked up their first and second position in the, in the, in the points part of it. And so Mac didn't even race and, uh, Wade wasn't here. So I have, I actually yeah. have Wade's $7 gift certificate at my, in my pit area. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Brian Burnt. Took the win ahead of Brian Cox. Brian Burnt broke in round one. Uh, didn't quite get fast enough for TQ in round two and then ended up taking the win here in the main. Uh, then it was Brian Cox, Brady Papanow, Phil Palmer, and Dan Johnson. Four-wheel drive mod. Owen Vanderbeek locked up 13-5 last week, so he f- ended up uh, um, running mod four-wheel drive for the fun of it. I'm glad, I'm glad nobody took the triple scoop that seriously either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't really something. It's not like, you know, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like our entire year kind of builds up towards the summer series. Yeah. So I'm glad it was just kind of one of those things where, Hey, let's club race. But then at the same time, we're kind of keeping track of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that being said, Aiden Olson, um, TQ and a win, uh, Mitchell Pavel qualified third, finished second. Owen Vanderbeek qualified second, finished third. 
John Haas uh, running his uh, techno, finishing fourth. And then the Hartshorns, Dylan and Chad. Um, and Mod Four Wheel. And then Independent Stock Buggy had a really good turnout and two full heats of Independent Buggy. How about Daniel Bender, dude? Yeah. Like, seriously. Like, he was, he's been racing four-wheel drive this whole time. He gets a two-wheel drive car. This is his first time, I believe, that he's actually driven it or raced it or whatever. Maybe he's driven this it. Would but be the, this would be the second time. This is it the second time? Mm-hmm. I mean, he just crushed everybody. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even that close. Like, he crashed once. Jake had the lead for, like, two turns, and then he flipped, and then that was it. Yeah. So, and Bender's car looks strapped. Like, it, like it looked like it had grip. And he was driving aggressively around yeah, the, around the track. He was he was going for it. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty awesome. You think he's going to skip Plex Spec altogether in the summer series, Daniel? Yeah, I told him to. Right. Like I I said that uh, now you're to the point where Plex Spec isn't really your your you've kind of graduated. Right. Without winning it, like you kind of got to the point where you don't really need to run it anymore. Yeah, you just kind of bypass so, it. It'd almost be like, I think for him, it'd almost be like sandbagging, basically. Yeah, it would be. You know? Yeah. That's kind of what I was telling him. Because in past years, there it's almost been like a Summer Series Plex spec. There's been these kids that you think, okay, this is their year to win Plex spec. Like it's mm-hmm. everything's lining up for them to to get the Plex spec champ so that you know so they'll get booted out permanently. Yeah. But then something like this happens where somebody's skills bypass what we what we would consider to be a Plex spec racer in the time frame from, you know, maybe midsummer to the next summer series where it's time for mm-hmm. them to run, you know, independent and 135 or whatever. So yeah, I t- I told him to worry about getting an in- independent uh, two wheel buggy mm-hmm. win at the summer series. You know that that's it. That's that needs to be his goal, not winning Honestly, flex back. Looking at, I mean, looking at his car and his times, that's totally feasible too. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. So yeah, so Bender TQ in a win, and like I said, I mean, I I got video of this one. Um, he wrecked once, lost the lost the lead for like two turns, and then got it back and never really looked back. Um. Jake Poteet, qualifying fourth, finished second. Uh, Brady Papineau was third. Jason Haley was fourth. Jared Doherty was fifth. Uh, Lance Murray up there in sixth. Phil Palmer dropped down quite a bit. Um, seventh, Troy Saunders. Nice to see the Saunders out. Troy and, his, and Sam uh, finishing eighth. Max Doherty was ninth, and Sam Saunders was tenth. And I think Sam broke. Mm. Pretty sure. All right, Mod Buggy. So how about, how about you? You TQ'd? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, when I was looking at the lineup on, on Saturday, I'm like, okay, well, will, in my opinion, not taking any way, anything away from any of the guys that signed up. Cause there was, there was 10 mod two wheel drives, but I'm like, this could be Will's day. But then, yeah, you kept, but it wasn't, but we kind of forgot about Rico. Maybe I, I didn't, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't think you did, but I was in, I, I honestly, I probably did. I, uh, no, he, he ran a really good race. I, uh, coming up that tabletop, my car just went like, uh, to the left and landed funny and, uh, I got him back and then I crashed again. Yeah. And like my car, I don't know. 
if I tweaked something or what, I like scrubbed a pipe a little bit or really I just started doing it in the middle of that race where it just kept drifting left. And I was trying to like compensate it by like steering towards the right to get it to drive straight. But, oh, well, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Chad drove a really good race. Yeah. He's clean. Very clean. So. Got that extra lap too. You just missed it. 2.283. Mm-hmm. So two, almost three hundredths of a second. Yeah. Uh, you would have got, ex- yeah, got that extra lap then who knows. But, but, uh, yeah, he was, he was out in front and definitely staying there. So he got second. I mean, that's, uh, Alex Vanderbeek kind of had the win in the series thing locked up. So a first or a second with a TQ still gave you a hundred points, still good enough to get the, 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 the $7 gift certificate. Have you used yeah. that yet? Did you use it that night? I actually gave it to Daniel. Oh, you did? Yeah, I, I said you deserve something for winning a day and give yeah. it to Daniel. Dude, I use mine. Not yeah. that often I get free I, ice cream. I, I don't really eat ice cream. So. Oh, I love ice cream. I, li- I like it. That's I like a, it a lot. You know what I like to I do? I can't eat it. Is, uh, at home, so uh, when um, uh, when Gretchen was pregnant and we, we, we went to the hospital, or, I'm sorry, let me rephrase this. When Gretchen started giving birth, she was actually at work. So my wife works in the baby floor at Bergen and, uh, she was there working, just doing her regular job and she started going labor. So I had, I was like, Oh my gosh. And so I drove down there. I had a awesome three or four days off. I can't remember how long it was, but I think, I think it was like three days. So you get these giant hospital cups, right? And mm-hmm. they are the best things ever. And I almost, I almost want to like get injured just so I can get one of these cups again because I'm down yeah. to one cup. I've lost the other ones or Gretchen might've thrown them away or whatever. But what I like to do mm-hmm. is take uh, cookies and cream ice cream and just shove as much in there as I can. And I take milk, pour it in there. And then I take chocolate syrup and I pour it in there. And then I take little donuts and I crumple them up in there. And then I take malt and then I take malt powder, which is the bomb. And I put way more malt powder than you normally would in there. And then I take that drill, that, that hand drill thing that makes mm-hmm. like, um, like asparagus shakes. And I just make a, yeah. I just make a, a milkshake with that. And it is, <laughs> it is delicious. It is mm. amazing. Yeah. I, it sounds good. Oh, it's so good. Especially after a day where like, you know, if you for, forget to charge battery for a main event, it's a good thing to drink at the, when you're home afterwards. Yeah, I, I was, if I were you, I'd have been hitting something a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> I would have probably been getting into the whiskey that night. <laughs> Diabetes. Super chat. Oh, we got a super chat. Hang on. Finally. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nuthouse dropping 10 bucks. Woo. Uh, any thoughts, any thoughts on V on VRC pro? Or other RC driving simulators looking to get more practice time. Uh, just can't get to the track often with the busy kids schedules. There's guys that play that or do that. They've never raced RC before. Like when that, when like COVID first hit, there's people using that. And like, there's people that were playing that, but they'd never raced an RC car before. They're like this is, you can do this for real. They just thought it was like a rocket league type thing. Mm. But like, uh, I I remember that first came out on like Windows XP or something and I couldn't do it. And I tried to hard. do it like a, again rec- in recent time. Yeah. I still couldn't do it. It's it's gotten better. 
uh, Mitchell would bring his laptop to the track and actually just sit there and play it at the track. And I, 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 I took over it a few times. It's okay. Yeah. It's not like an airplane simulator, right? So I can attest to the fact that you can take real flight 9.5 or whatever, whatever, even nine, even I have a real flight three. Okay. Uh, still, and, and every once in a while I'll get it out and I'll just, cause I, you know, if it's a rainy day or something I want and I feel like flying, even, even something as old as that, you can do that and then it'll translate for the most part to the, to real life. Right. But, uh, VRC still doesn't quite do that. And it's just, it, there's, it's something about the way that the cars feel as opposed to how they feel in real life when you're driving. Like, and I feel like in real life you can, we, we can, we can gauge traction level by how our cars are feeling. It all, it just transfers up into us and we can really, it's just a feel thing. You can feel it either work or not work. Whereas VRC still seems like you can't quite get that yet. It's almost just like it's you, you're driving it, but you can't really feel the track. Am I yeah, for me, that? it's Am- the it's the way the camera moves with the car. Well, you can ch- well, you can change that though. Oh, I I don't know. So some of the some of the guys get it where they they, they it like it like zooms right in on their car, and I definitely can't do that. I have to have peripheral, but you can change that on there a little bit. Yeah, I I don't know how I, it makes me kind of like seasick. Yeah, but I I think it's cool. I think it's a I think it's really neat too to experience other tracks because they do have mm-hmm. real life other tracks out there. Remember, I remember getting an email had to be had to been a while ago now because I think Mike's are when did Mike's RC close? Was it eleven or twelve? We were there in twelve. Yeah, so they so they had a Mike they had a version of Mike's RC track from like one of the short course showdowns in that. And then I yeah. think we got an email that wanted to know if we wanted to do it. And there, we had to do this, like we had to give them our dimensions and, and all this other stuff too, to go with it. And I never followed up with that. I kind of wish I would have, but, but I never, I never, yeah, you should have. Um, but it is kind of cool. Like I think Pattaya, am I pronouncing that right? The, the world's track in the Philippines or whatever. Oh yeah. Or Thailand yeah. is on there. Um, there's a, there's a big European track and I can't remember the name of it right now. Anyways, there's all these really cool tracks. So it is, it is really cool to do that. But, but I, as far as like preparing yourself for real life RC cars, I don't, I don't think it's quite there just yet, but the rest of it's freaking cool. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's fun. And especially on the, it, it's another way to compete. Cause you can, you can get into these things and compete against real people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's almost like another thing, like for me, at least like, I'm sure if I, practiced enough at it i would be better at it um but like i don't know I, it's hard to use that as a substitute is from going to the track yeah, that's true but um it's almost like you just need to play video games dude it's like I'm telling you like i like I, yeah i play video games all Sup- the time super cross four you know what? that's yeah. super cross three and four. I, I love when I'm, when I'm in the mood to race and I, I can't get to the track, that's my go-to thing. And it, it, it almost, I get inspired sometimes by, by that. Mm-hmm. I want to go race more and I want to do my RC cars. Like I started playing super Mario 64, which is like the worst, <laughs> like controlling thing ever. Yeah. And like now I'm pretty good at it. And like, even when I like a couple of years ago or whenever I started trying to play that again, like it, I noticed like at the track, it was just easier to get my car around. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, just play Super Mario 64. Yeah. Like, get out your old Nintendo 64 and blow it off and just play that. <laughs> That'll get your coordination working. I miss my Nintendo good. 64 and playing Mario Party and getting this, uh, yeah. getting this like, blister right here in the middle of the hand. That's back when I had video games, when I used to work at a video game store. Mm-hmm. A long time ago. Okay, so I hope that answered your question. Um, yeah, me too. They're cool, you know. Uh, anyways, uh, Jeremy Fellows finished third. Mm-hmm. And I think he got himself a $5 gift certificate. Yeah, he did. He took the kids out. Yeah, yep. Um, Mitchell Pavel went from sixth to fourth. He actually beat Aiden Olson. Wow. That doesn't happen very often anymore because Aiden's, Aiden's been fast lately. But um, Yeah. Aiden finished fifth. Mac Vanderbeek jumped in on the last second and ended up finishing sixth. And he beat his kid, Owen, by two seconds. Um, Jackson, yeah. Ander- Jackson Anderson was eighth. Brian Cox was ninth. Brian Burnt was tenth. I think, yeah. And the, everyone, the good news is everybody finished, so that's always nice. Yeah, that's always good. That's a good day. Uh, okay, 13-5. We're almost done here with results. Uh, 13-5, Dustin Hosick got the win. John Kinzer um, finished second from fourth. And then Corey Tannehill got the TQ and a second. I'm sorry, TQ and third. And then Ronnie went. Ronnie was having a pretty good day. Um, finished fourth. Nick Pavel uh, was fifth. Brian Kiever was sixth. Jake Poteet was seventh. Lance Murray was eighth. Daniel Bender was ninth. And uh, T. Roy Saunders and Sam Saunders were tenth and eleventh. There was 11, 13, five wheelers. So I'm just like, ah, I'll just put you guys all in the same. Yeah. Or there was a B main and I think somebody, I think Rob Connor couldn't run. So we, we just threw them all in together. Mm. Um, then mini truggy. So, uh, mini truggy, I would And then was it a dick move for me to wait and be a lap down? I was trying to make it fun. No, I don't know. I did. I wasn't racing, so I I didn't know what you were doing. I was oh. like, "What is he doing?" Okay, nobody told me, and then I was like, "Well, because I mean, oh. I I qualified a lap ahead of everybody." Yeah. So I was like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go lap down, mm-hmm. and then and then see what happens." And then the the crap I've done this a couple times, and the crappy thing about doing that it only works if everybody doesn't crash the first lap. Yeah, because you're you're trying to be. If I'm gonna be a lap down, I'm gonna be a lap down to everybody, right? So if the, if like the yeah. seventh and eighth place guys keep crashing and they have like a 40 second lap instead of a yeah. 20 second lap, mm-hmm. that kind of, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of starting two laps down. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's what it kind of felt like. I don't know if the guys were making up a joker lane or what, but like, there was, <laughs> like it was just like mini truck. It was just like a free for all. Like was it, it? It, it looked like a good, good time. But yeah, I think like, I think those guys were using a joke makeshift joker lane somehow. <laughs> oh, I know an eight scale at the end. They were. Yeah. Uh, I, I mini truckie. They were too. Oh, really? Oh, well, okay. Whatever. <laughs> I thought you knew about it. I had no idea. Um, I think it was mini truckie too. I don't know. Maybe Ronnie's listening. He can chime in. Yeah. I, I watched the video. I think Ronnie led after, uh, I got into John on accident. So I was getting my lap back and, we're coming up that little roller before the straightaway. And it, from where I'm standing, I thought I was clear and I punched mm-hmm. it and I ran right into him. And, uh, oh. so then I waited and then Ronnie got around both him and Jake. And then I think Ron, yeah. Ronnie led from that point on. So, Oh, that's cool. I have no idea. Uh, I was just running the race. So I wasn't really watching. 
Ronnie went from the fourth to the first. Um, I got a second. My uh, uh, points wise, though, I tied for the for the hundred. So, kind of worked out either way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jake Poteet finished third. He had second until like the last half of the tr- last lap. Um, he flipped it, tried to get inside of him, and then I got crunched on by another car. And then we ended up. It was like a melee after that. Uh, John Haas finished fourth. Nate Will was fifth. Dylan Hartshorn was sixth. Trey Wysocki was seventh. And Chad Hartshorn was eighth. So we still had eight mini truggies again on a club day. One of my favorite classes to run in a long time. Yeah. I don't know. They just handle really good. Yeah. And then e-buggy. Um, I really worked on my e-buggy today. Or not today. Saturday. Not setup wise, but setup wise and then electronics. Mm-hmm. So I was having some some weird issues where it, it my car was like running on and it happened at the protect at the uh, techno series too. Right. I'd let off the gas and it would just keep going. Mm. And it was freaking me out because I just bought all new electronics for it and you know, they're not cheap and I don't get stuff for free or anything. So, you know, it's all out of pocket. Um, so I hooked up a sensor wire Saturday morning to my car. Cause I actually wasn't running one. Yeah. And, um, I drove it for like two laps. So I'm like, Oh, Maybe that's what it was. And then all of a sudden it started cogging and making weird noises. So I, I, it, it worked, but then it didn't work. And then it got worse. So then I'm like, oh crap. So then I went in and I started playing with uh, the brake settings and stuff. I had this coast thing turned up. I turned it all the way down. I actually added some drag brake, but then I realized that I still had it in sensor mode only so and uh with hobby wing escs you can tell it that you want to be either sensor only or you want to be hybrid and hybrid will let it run without a sensor wire so like if you have mm-hmm. like a bad sensor wire or your sensor wire comes out in the middle of a race your car sh- theoretically shouldn't act any different mm-hmm. so i put it to hybrid and it went out there and all of a sudden the running on part was gone so i actually had brakes like actually, like it actually was doing what it was supposed to be doing. Um, so yeah. then I, then I actually did start to go a little bit faster because on Friday nights, I could not hit a 22 to save my life. And on Saturday I was hitting 22s, mid 22s. Still not crazy fast, but at least it was respectable. Um, so I worked on that. It felt good. Um, got a TQ and a win. Uh, John Kinzer finished second. Brian Kiever was third. Trey Wysocki was fourth and Ronnie went, um, didn't start. Something was wrong with this car. I know in this race that a couple guys, I know, I know John and Brian both did uh Joker laps. Oh, okay. Maybe that was the race. And then I tried uh-huh. to do a Joker lap and I crashed. <laughs> so, but I did get a 21, eight or tw- I'm sorry, 21, two with a Joker lap. So the only way that I can keep up with Mason Fuller is if I cut the track. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, I, I'm not going to go through all the results, but I do want to mention that it was the end of the, uh, um, uh, oval series too. And like I said, we had 67 entries. That's a pretty good finish to the season. I think last year we only, we were only averaging like 30 something. So, so doubling that is, is nice. And it kind of, kind of gives me a reason to, to work on the track again next year for him. You know, I need to put more gutters up to catch that, uh, to catch the, uh, the drip right in the middle of the front straightaway. Yeah. That condensation. All right. So we're going to take some, uh, we'll qu- we're going to do a pivot landing break and then we're going to take some questions. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. 
This is a Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group and just want to give you a quick update on interest rates. They definitely are, are starting to trend up. Uh, in the last week, we've watched the 30-year and 15-year conventional loans go up by about a quarter of a percent. And uh, based on where the market ends up here in the next few weeks, so trending towards uh, the middle of first quarter, could set the tone for the rest of the year. So right now we're getting strong lock advisories from our um, our hedge company. So I just want to give you guys an idea that if you're looking to purchase or you're looking to refinance, uh, if you have a home right now that you're under contract on, I would consider locking that rate. Hopefully the uh, the organization you're working with is locking and making those suggestions to you. Uh, if you're looking to refinance uh, and you haven't completed an application, give us a call. We'd love to help you out. Um, or even if you're not going through us and you're, you know, you're, you're just comfortable with your home bank, give them a call. Just make sure that you take advantage of this before the opportunity isn't there for you anymore. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. We're all getting like really good turnouts. What else is it supposed to be? I I don't know. Yeah, no, like nobody's really come. Like everybody has these ideas, but other than having a huge event with like, you know, like I don't know, you know what I mean. It's other than having like giant events with this new format, there's really no other way to club race than the way we do it. Unless we just ran heat races based on finishing order, and you know, you know what I mean. And lap times don't matter. Just, flat out racing no no qualifying just racing for the for your position yeah i mean that's the way dirt oval is i mean yeah you know you, you, you draw for your first position and then uh the first heat race is all your draw order then your second heat race is inverted and then your main is your your average of the two heats your starting position then Race out. Speaking of things I overheard, I've I've overheard numerous times guys at the oval guys at the track trying to figure out why or how in the world they qualified where they qualified. Like they don't even know how their qualifying system works. Yeah. They're just like, oh, okay, I'm in the B. I don't even know how that works, but I guess I'm in the B or I'm in the A or whatever. That time I raced oval that time I raced third oval, I, I was the same way. It's like I don't know. I'm in this main. And they're like, yep, you're in this one. I'm like, oh, eh, whatever. Okay. Like, I'd be up by the time <laughs> I had somebody explain it probably. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pop open a kickstart here and then we're going to get to some of these questions. All right. Hey, pass me a kickstart. I had last week, I got some paps, uh, hard coffee and I, for yeah. whatever reason, I drank two of them like back to back on a, maybe a Tuesday night. 
And this is why I don't drink like monsters and stuff. Cause I started to, I might like, I started to like my heart started to like beat really fast. So I can't do that. Mm-hmm. One's good too bad. Uh, they just have caffeine. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Oh yeah. It's like a, like a coffee for loco. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Energy beer. <laughs> Dude, it's weird how many, uh, like, like mountain bike riders, uh, have like beer waiting for them after they're done. It's like a, like a thing. Like, yeah, you're right. What you ride mountain bikes here, have the, have a, a nice craft beer. Yeah. Like the, the, <laughs> the, the South Park episode with, um, Kenny's dad and, uh, uh, Kyle's dad were yeah. like, oh. Kenny's dad's got like a, got like a six pack of, of paps or something. And then, and then, uh, Kyle's dad brings these, uh, this six pack of like craft beers and like, yeah, I'm going to try this one. It's, and he starts to describe the flavor or whatever. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Kenny's dad's like, yeah, exactly I don't really it. bother about that sort of thing. I'm a dark beer guy. Like I like, like I like it like super dark beer. I got some vanilla beer last week. And like, I still haven't finished yeah. it off yet. It's not, not, not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Just give me a good Boulevard every once in a while. I'll be happy. Boulevard like is, is probably like if I'm going to have a, like I used to drink a lot of blue moon. Yeah. Like, but like blue moon, it has so much like weed in it. Like my joints and stuff will like hurt. Oh, like, like I, like I'm serious. Like my fingers hurt and like really? my knees and joints. I just feel like bloated for a day. And then like, uh, if I drink Boulevard, I don't feel that way. Huh. And, uh, uh, Joshua, Josh, uh, turned me on to that. Yeah. Josh Ryan. Oh yeah. 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 I looked at gun. I tried to look at guns today too, and everybody was out of guns. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You're gonna get a gun. I I got this money. I'm trying to spend it. Nobody's got anything for me to spend it on. It's annoying. <laughs> you're like the one time I have money to I spend. Money. There's nothing to. Um, you're gonna buy a gun. Uh, I've I've been thinking about. Uh, I want to. This is gonna sound really stupid, but um, I want a pistol handled shotgun. Yeah. I've always wanted one of those. I don't know why. I just think it looks I cool. want like a I want a Mad Max style shotgun. I honestly what happened what's, <laughs> what's been going on is we've been watching a lot of Walking Dead lately. Yeah. Like I never actually got into that show and then Gretchen started watching it on Hulu and then I'm like sitting down and I watch an episode and I'm like, "Oh, this is kind of interesting." And then and then it's gone on and on. So now we're watching Fear the Walking Dead. And so yeah. the more that I watch these shows, the more that I'm thinking, "You know, I probably should get a gun." Yeah, it'd be sweet. Like, what if zombies come out of nowhere and I need to, like, mow them down? I don't have any guns. (sighs) Me neither. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, yeah? Do you have one? Steve RC, uh, are the dates in the calendar right for the summer series this year? I believe I updated our calendar all the way through to August, or uh, September, so I'm pretty sure they are. The first one is May 22nd. I think the second one is June 10th. The third one is July 12th. And then I think the first weekend in August, and then I think September 18th will be our finals hmm. for this season. But I know the first one for sure is May 22nd. Palmer Bartlett wants to know, what is the best cheap nitro car? 
probably attracts this one. Yeah, I would, and then he backed it up with four beginners, and I would I would say probably a Nitro Rustler, Nitro Slash, even a T Max. Jotto, Jotto, get yourself a Jotto. That two speed transmission makes it go really fast. Yeah, yeah. I'd I get that Jotto three three dude. Three three. Easy start, but yeah, the T Max is is good. I mean, all those Traxxas cars. I mean, they they seem to run fine. Yeah, plastic pipe and plastic carburetor and all. Like they they work. They're easy to break in. A lot of support. Um, really, nitro and cheap don't go together. Is you're going to have a bad time if you don't just spend a little more Gas money. Is Fifty bucks a gallon. Yeah, it's crazy. Traxxas fuel is. Yeah, I I heard they did, actually didn't make any fuel this year. <laughs> uh, well, we've been getting some. Um, but yeah, thirty three percent is fifty one ninety nine a gallon, and I think twenty percent is still forty something a gallon. It's almost doubled in price from from where it was maybe eight Man. years ago. I remember when people would complain when fuel was uh, 20, fifteen bucks yeah. a gallon, and the Plex always had cheap fuel. Like it was like uh, for a long time there, twenty percent Traxxas was like twenty two ninety nine a gallon. Yeah, and people would always come in who haven't done it in a long time and be like, "Oh my god, well you guys trying to gouge us?" <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. Yeah, that's exactly what we're trying to do. Try to buy that online. Yeah, get it from somewhere else. Why don't you get it from that other place? <laughs> why don't you try to buy a gallon from May Main and see what the hazmat fees are? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't want a bundle? Oh. <laughs> the, 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 the chat stick. Oh, yeah, you're getting yeah, a bundle. Oh. <laughs> What are the two knobs on the Traxxas controller? Trim and trim. One's throttle trim and the other one's steering trim. Unless you have a car with, if you have a car with TSM, one is steering trim and the other one is to turn your TSM up or down. Oh. Traction Traction system management. You can turn it off or you can turn it full. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Steve says, thanks for doing the motor replacement video Friday. You're welcome. Um, also helping my, 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 uh, my buddy Eugene out. He just started racing, so I didn't want him to miss a, a night. And, uh, I was like, you know what? I haven't done a how to in a while. I'm like, why don't you video? So I, I, it was pretty cool having him video it. Can a one fourteenth Truggy compete in the mini Truggy class? They're smaller by two inches, but have same performance. I mean, if you showed up at my track, <laughs> if you showed up at my track with a mini, what is it, a mini mini eight T, yeah. mini eight T, and you wanted to race, that's probably unless you want to race flex back, I'd probably put you in with the mini Truggies. Yeah, I've driven one that was all decked out like aluminum wise, and they actually drove really good. When they were out, I don't think I don't think they're out anymore. I don't think you can get them anymore. anymore. I don't think they make them anymore. Yeah, but I mean, they actually the the truggies especially drove pretty cool. They're just they were just not very tough. Like they broke two inches shorter and all the performance. They broke a lot. Uh, What's the difference between mini truggy and stadium truck? Two wheel drive and four wheel drive. Yeah, 
Uh, basically, uh, a mini truggy is a shrunk down version. It's, it's it's designed very much like an eight scale. So it's just it's a lot like a shrunk down. It's like they took their eight scale truggy and they just shrunk a lot of it down. So, and stadium trucks are just a two wheel drive. It's like a like the a widened and lengthened version of a two wheel drive buggy. Right? Am I getting am I close? Yeah. Maybe. It would be. Yeah. I feel like the calling it mini truggy made that class sound more appealing. Like it's more of an appealing thing. But I mean, I always feel like it really should have been called uh, four wheel drive stadium truck. Yeah. I looked back at the, uh, at the 2019 spring champs and we called it, we did call it four wheel drive mod stadium truck. Yeah. But that doesn't come off the tongue the same way as mini truggy. Yeah. Four wheel drive truck. Four wheel drive truck. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. You know, I don't know. I like mini truggy. It's a mini, I, it's a mini I don't like. I don't like calling truggy truggy. <laughs> I don't. I just think it sounds so hillbilly. It. Yeah. Remember when uh, RC Pro called it arena truck instead? No. Yeah, that's. So, they should just called it eight scale truck. Yeah, I know. Carl, Isn't that what Roar calls it? But no, because Roar there was an eight that. scale truck class, and it did not meet the exact. It it was a it was a different truck from a truggy. Oh, that's right. Remember the the two thousand two thousand one? They used to have eight scale truck, and it was basically. I think it was just a just an eight scale with a truck body on it and like taller, meatier tires. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. I remember. Uh, I think I think the the Roar Nats at Pleasant Hill in like 2000, I think Richard Saxton ran a mini, uh, not a mini, a uh, eight scale truck. He he, so he ran, uh, I believe it was eight scale gas truck and eight scale truck, and won all three of them so he could get the bonus money. There was really? like I think there was like five entries, and I remember it, it was a it was a thing that everybody was talking about how Saxton ran uh, ran that class and and. And he got the bonus money for it too. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. I would. I would too. If I had that, if I had the skill that I could do that, totally do it. Another question to the, uh, um, the nitro thing. This is like a chain of questions. Uh, what's the best fuel for nitro rustler? Probably Traxxas fuel. Yeah. So here, here's the stupid thing about not stupid, but here's the thing about Traxxas. They'll only warranty their engine. If the, blue residue from their fuel is inside of it. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Yeah. So if you have a Traxxas car, yeah, if you have a Traxxas car and you're using somebody else's fuel and it, it, it breaks a connecting rod or something and you want to get it warranted through Traxxas and you send it to them and they'll go, Oh, you weren't using our fuel. It's not, it's not under warranty. Yep. So, I, whenever somebody buys a Traxxas car, I generally tell them to get Traxxas fuel. Plus for, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a good sport fuel for, for just bashing around. No, they, I mean, it's their own blend for their vehicles and Traxxas is pretty meticulous about that sort of thing. So yeah, if you want to have an overall good experience, no matter what happens, I would go with what they recommend. Yep. Uh, Mad Thunder put Byron's and I'm like, (laughs) Byron's isn't around anymore. So we don't really have that option. Make v- if I was going to run any fuel, it would be VP, VP fuel all the way. How many classes do you do, Will? Peter Renault wants to know. How many classes do you race? Oh, I mean, I, 
I've done them all. Uh, I mean, I kind of just run a class for a while, and then, like, I don't really let the car sit around, because by the time I get back to running it again, there's probably going to be another car out. Mm-hmm. But right now, I, I only have, I think I have three cars. I have, I have two different two-wheel drive uh, V6.2s and my uh, V74.1. Um, but I mean, like I've, I've kind of run it, run it all. Like I used to race a lot of on-road. Um, I used to race every state scale for a while. Um, I, I raced, uh, you know, stadium truck for a while. I, I, I've, I've, I've done a lot of classes, you know, kind of like you. If it's interesting to me, I'll, I'll race it. So I've raced on-road, off-road, um, all the various classes. I, uh, I'm the 2010 summer series truggy champ mm-hmm. nitro nitro truggy back then that's when matt howard was here matt howard would run the computer so i could run truggy and then i'd run young peter so he could run buggy it was a good time mm-hmm. um but yeah kind of like you i just uh if it i've raced uh minis uh, mini tamaya cars those things are fun they were fun they're not really that much fun yeah either. um but yeah like like you said it just just about everything that's available to us we've we, we, i think you and i have both dabbled in yeah. I always come back to two wheel drive mod though. Yeah. I'll always have a two wheel drive buggy in my, uh, what is it? My stable here. Like, uh, I, that's the one class I'll always race. It's my favorite class. So it just always, my two wheel always works. Like, and if it doesn't, I know I can make it work and like, yeah, I, I just prefer two wheel. Like I honestly, like I might only run two wheel at the spring champs. Hmm. I, I just have, I have such a better time when I just run two wheel. Yeah. I just enjoy racing two wheel. If the, if I don't get the B3, the, the B6.3, by the time the spring champs comes around, I won't be running two wheel drive at all. Oh, really? Yeah. It'll just be. Well, if I have, if I have one, you can run my old car. Yeah. We'll see. Do you want? We'll see. It might be easier for me to just race one class anyways. Yeah. Or wait, you'll just run 40 plus, won't you? I would. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I could just do that. You could run my car in 40 plus or something. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do that. Uh, really quick, what's a joker lap? Uh, it's where you can cut the track like one time in a race. Yeah. And there's a certain spot where you can cut it. Yeah. And, and like, there, well, and there, there's some tracks or some races that they do multiple joker laps, but you have, you can only use like three and right. Yeah. So it's kind of a strategy thing. Like you can use them at the beginning, use them at the end save it for the middle. Like we used to do, we used to do joker laps a lot on two when we raced on Tuesday nights because mm-hmm. it was more, it was supposed to be more of a fun night. And so it was, it was a strategy thing. Do you take it right away or do you wait or do you need to, you know, if you need to clear some traffic, you could take a joker lap, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, here's one. What's, what is a sensor wire and how is it optional? It, it's really, uh, first off, it's really only optional. I believe in eight scale. Yeah, and it just depends on your speed control too. Yeah, that's true. But but basically Steve, a sensor wire is like what um uh well doesn't Steve I thought doesn't Steve have have a uh oh no he just said right here he he doesn't have a um he doesn't have one yet, but he will. So basically racers tend to use censored motors, bashers tend to use sensorless motors. That's the way I look at it. Sens- mm-hmm. censored motors have better brakes better, better acceleration. Sensorless motors are actually faster. 
but they have usually terrible brakes and sometimes they can cog on from a dead stop. Yep. And uh, in eight scale, a lot of times uh, we actually take the sensor wires out altogether because um, our electronics uh, make it so we don't have to, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how to explain. Well, that. like the hi- the hybrid mode is like like that we were talking about. It it makes it so it uses the censored part of the speed controller. Like it makes it so it's censored up to a certain throttle range. Yeah. And then once you hit full throttle, it lets the motor keep accelerating. So it's kind of like how we were talking. Yeah. Like you know, bashers use it. Bec- you don't use it because it's faster. Well, that, that's kind of like it shuts it off when your car's already rolling. So you already took off. You don't need that smoothness anymore. And you can just let your car rip. Um, Red Ryan, how how can I get a new class going at my track? He races at Thornhill. My only advice to get a new track, a new class going at your track, is to make sure that you have enough racers to actually f- populate that class. Yep, yeah, and talk to your race director. Yeah, that too. Or you do anything like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna race this. Let's all show up at the track and not tell the guy running the races. You guys all show up with, you know, weird car number three, and nobody's nobody knows that you want to race it, and there's not a class for it, but you have ten guys that want to run it. Like, you can't really do that to a race director. So it's almost like you need to go to your race director, say, "Hey, I want to try to build this class up. How many cars do we need uh, to run this class at a club race?" Yeah. He says, "We need at least we need at least ten, so I have enough corner marshals for the next race." Okay, then you can start doing the legwork, um, maybe build your car up, get it to the track, um, run it after the races or before the races during practice or something, let some people get some eyes on it and gain interest. And then that's how you kind of, you know, get the interest to start a new class. Like, um, hey, that looks cool, or no, it isn't really going to work on our track, it's too big, or, you know. But you have to have have people that want to race it, right? And you have to make it look fun. Yeah, sell the fun. That's how you make a new class. Sell the fun of a new class. Yep. So, very, very good suggestions. Way better than what I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Jason Haley, can we get a diagonal straight? <laughs> so I'm dabbling with the idea of another crossover. We we did it right the first time. I feel like I could do it right again, and that could get us a diagonal straightaway. So I don't know. We'll see. But that's what I'm, I'm sketching it out, man. I got a month. So, uh, is the track open tomorrow? It is after 4 PM. Uh, when is the next family Friday? It is, uh, actually it's Easter weekend. So it'd be April 2nd. They're actually, they're going to be doing family Friday, but no Saturday racing, but Friday night racing. Yes. And then one more super chat. Nuthouse just gave a five dollar, uh, another five dollar super chat, and he says, "Do it, <laughs> <laughs> do, do what do it. crossover." Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I love Nick Nuthouse. He's yeah. cool. Uh, probably get into B six two D before summer series. It'll be the first buggy and need all the electronics. Uh, you did a video for a beginner. Is that still valid? Yes, it is, Steve. It is. It's a very good. Um, uh, very good video. I, w- I actually rewatched it. I'm like, why don't, why doesn't this video get more hits? So, um, absolutely. And, uh, an independent, oh, this is Sam. Sam, uh, Saunders is on here. He says an independent on Saturday, he put new tires on. 
and didn't have any grip. He didn't break. He just had no grip because he didn't break in his tires. Oh, bummer. Yeah, bummer. That was a lot of good questions. It was really good. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. High quality show. Yeah, totally. Quality show. Uh, as always, this show brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. Um, you can find them at pivotlending.com. And I know from personal experience now that uh, you can get yourself hooked up with a pretty awesome uh, refinance loan or, or even a home loan if you're out looking for a new house. Uh, get a hold of Pivot. They're in a lot of different places now all over the country. And uh, make sure that you mention us when you talk to Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad. You can get a $500, $500 lender credit or a .125 um, off, your, off of your interest rate. And uh, be watching the the uh, Facebook and stuff. We might be having a special yeah, mystery have, guest. We have a very special, very special mystery guest. Should be lined up for, for next Monday. So um, yeah. if you have not liked our Facebook page, um, it's the Hobby Plex Show podcast. Get on there and and, uh, and follow it. And uh, we'll, we're going to announce our guest as soon as we for sure have him locked in. We wanted to... Uh, we wanted to uh, say it tonight, but I, we weren't quite sure if we're going to get him for sure. Yeah, I just want to make sure everything's confirmed, but this would be probably the biggest guest we've ever had. Yeah. So. Yep. And uh, maybe that can get us up to 50 viewers at once. March Mayhem, the road to 50. We were up to 27 today at one time, so we're still kind of hovering around that 30 mark. Yeah, but we love you guys. But twenty more people at once. Yeah, we can do it. Well, yeah. So uh, keep an eye on that, and uh, we'll be back next week. We are going to be doing um, after hours this week, and I' going to be editing a new video tonight. I'm I'm building a brand new crawler, and I I nice. did a, I got part one uh, completed right before I got here. So good stuff. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the show. That's, that's a wrap, the guys. That's a wrap, guys. What are you still doing here? I mean, Me? Yeah, why are we here? No, I don't know. Why are we here? That's philosophical. Yeah, <laughs> you have to exist somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Thanks for listening.